0: Welcome to Tech Watch Radio. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. Brought by, or brought to you by, Network Providers Incorporated, ladies and gentlemen. NbiTechGuys dot is the incredible new website we put together for all the podcasts. You can listen to live shows on your favorite local radio station, but then each half hour is independent. So you got an hour tech show every week, but each half hour is independent. What does that mean? It means that you get two podcasts rolling out a week, totally different topics, each half hour is independent and available now. NPitechguys.com is where you can go for that. It's got a cool button on the front page as well. Default is set to the podcasts where you can read the titles, see what we're talking about, the show notes for more details, click to listen and more. And then best of all, you can click a button and see a lot of the news stories that we highlight at Network Providers Incorporated. NetworkProvidersInc.com for that. Welcome to the show. All kind of things are happening. Uh, Thanksgiving's over. Christmas kicking in. It is the Christmas season, Jay.
1: It absolutely is. Getting more and more so. And uh, I even hear stores have all switched to holiday music. Um, and it's uh, gearing up. we got a couple of weeks yet. It'll be here before yeah, you know would, it. And then 2024 is around should, the corner. I was thinking Jay should write an AI Christmas tune. An AI Christmas tune. I've heard some AI music yeah. before. Um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. We should time. actually play one. On I, I heard one of the first
0: ones that uh, actually became popular. They've done some right, clever maybe, stuff. Maybe maybe you can find one on, on YouTube to play real quick. In the meantime, I want to highlight a couple of interesting things. Um, first off, people are kind of saying, you know what, we want to watch Christmas movies, you know, that's the big thing right now, how do you watch Christmas movies, and everybody's basically saying your old TV stuff is out, I don't want to name names, I'm just saying old TV ways are out, streaming is in and all the rage, and not going away anytime soon, in fact, there's a lot of Christmas movies that are going to be uh, replayed, so old Christmas movies, and new Christmas movies, and it's all on streaming technology, so I thought, you know what, I don't want to debate the different um, streaming solutions right now in terms of, you know, do you want Hulu or do you want YouTube TV or do you want this or that or uh, the Dove Seal or Hallmark or uh, Up or, you know, there's a gazillion, right? Absolutely. This is AI Christmas music right here. AI Christmas music. All right. So we're going to play AI Christmas music while we're talking here. So far, I'm ready to go to sleep. Well, it's like easy listening stuff, though, Sam. This is background music. Keep talking. (laughs) There you go. All right, keep the background music. Anyway, so people want to watch Christmas movies. And so I thought we'd talk about the, what do you call it, best streaming device overall. Right. And you know what? It's interesting. Every time we look at this, Jay, we've done this for, I don't know, 10 years now almost. Uh, And every time we look at it, it seems to be the same roku beats everyone hands down
1: oh they dominate they say
0: the best they say the best streaming device overall is what's called a roku express 4k plus uh and i guess that's the latest they keep renaming the um i don't know what you want to call it, the roku devices so it's hard to keep that's up. a little confusing Yeah, but the latest one is the roku express 4k plus now, the reason I don't really like that is when I think Express, I don't think t- top of the line. I think less expensive, kind of the Express version or whatever. I think their top of the line uh, is but, called the Ultra. I know, but this is, I'm telling you, the top of the line one, they say the best one overall is the Ultra. Or, or, I'm sorry, Express, Express 4K+. Plus. I think the Express now, is the how sweet spot. Um, I think the Ultra how is that, more How expensive. that's different than the Ultra is hard to tell because, you know, when you add 4K, what do you get from the Ultra? you know you're starting to get some gaming you're starting to get some other weird stuff now we're kind of leaving tv devices in terms of streaming tv right yeah so i know what you're saying but if you start to add other features well now the gloves off because my computer beats them all i can watch tv i can do all kind of things and you know if we're going to do that then we're going to you know start talking about xboxes or we got to start talking about (laughs) (laughs) other gaming machines that can do streaming too and you know okay so we're just talking about devices that are inexpensive that can stream movies that can watch tv so to speak live and or on demand stuff with huge libraries and everything else and right now i'm telling you the best sweet spot the best streaming device overall is the roku express 4k plus i found that interesting and just thought i'd tell you that if you're looking for christmas gifts uh, they talked about the Fire Stick. They talked about Apple. They talked about everybody else. But but everybody else, I hate to say this to them, they're so far behind it doesn't count.
1: I think Roku has cornered this market for the last 15 years. I remember in 2008 when they were very new. Um, and ever since then, they've had their ups and downs, but they have really cornered this market, I think.
0: Now, the other interesting thing to note about it is this, and this is another debate that people are starting to have. Do you buy a TV with Roku in it? or do you buy a TV and buy a separate Roku device to go with it, Jay? Um I'll
1: tell you my take on that is if you buy a TV like if you get a good a TV at a good deal and it's got a Roku in it, fine. If you don't, I would just get the separate device because at least you can carry that with you as you upgrade TVs. Um But I have both. Right now, currently, I have a Roku TV. It's like a Hisense TV on our main living room, and it has the Roku built in. It's the first one that I've ever had like that, but we've had it for a couple of years now, and I don't see any downside to having it built in other than the fact, because it's not like you buy a lot of content and put it on on that single device where you'd want to move it around. But even then, Roku devices get better just like the Raspberry Pi does over a couple of years. You get a a stronger hardware and better um, streaming device, so... You kind of want to upgrade those anyway along the way. So, I, you know, I think that it, just do whatever whatever works, whatever is best. A lot of times Walmart and these places will have the built-in Rokus, and they're almost free, I mean, compared to what a good deal the TV is. So just
0: yeah, amen. pick whatever's available. I personally am starting to think Roku built into the TV is the way to go. And the reason that I say that is not so much, you're right, you can upgrade it separately, and that has some advantages. But when it's built into the TV, number one, you don't have any compatibility questions. And let me explain what I mean by that. You don't have compatibility between the Roku and the TV sometimes, but you do sometimes have glitches if you have sound bars or other devices. Yeah, exactly. That seem to not work quite as well. And if it's built in, those problems go away. So a Roku device with a different brand TV along with a different brand soundbar, you can get weird glitches and software upgrades and things improve those things. They do firmware upgrades and I literally spent three hours upgrading my firmware on my TV and my firmware on my Roku and my firmware on my soundbar. And once I got all that done and configured it, now it's awesome. But before I had a bunch of trouble. Anyway, my whole point is if you buy a TV with a Roku built in, you're going to get probably the best singular simple tech experience you can get today in modern TV streaming. I'm telling you that right now.
1: Yeah. And there are advantages to having it separate. Like if you have a a home theater system with a separate receiver and let's say you want to play music, you don't have to have the TV on there's. Some some edge cases like that, but I think I personally think right now it's best to just get it all built in, like you, your yep. experience with having it all done.
0: Yeah. Now, if you do it the other way, soundbars now, like my soundbar can literally Bluetooth your phone or Bluetooth a uh, smart speaker to it, that's uh, cool. and it can play things, uh, and it doesn't need the TV.
1: Yeah, that's so there's cool. uh,
0: you know. We're gaining more and more and more ground in this space but the reason that i bring this all up is because hey everybody wants to watch movies for christmas streaming is the key and i want you to have the best experience possible and if you're looking for a christmas gift i'm telling you right now a tv with a roku built in is probably one of the coolest things in my mind that you can get that simplifies things remember one of the big things too is even if you and i are technical and we're like yeah we love all these things separate because we can do all these advanced awesome incredible things well it's true That doesn't mean that your wife or your daughter or your family or your grandpa or whoever else we're talking about, mom, whatever, other people that that live around you, it doesn't mean their experiences are going to be good. In fact, they're going to be frustrated. They're going to be saying, I got got like five controls, um, five remote controls. I don't know which one does what, which one does the sound, which one makes the changes that I need. That's kind of another problem. then it's like, oh my gosh, I've got all these remotes, but I don't have the remote that I need. For this, one thing, okay, all that stuff goes away, right?
1: Yeah, and that's the benefit also of having a Roku TV or built-in is the one remote is everything. You don't have the separate remotes for the TV and one for your separate Roku box. Um, It it just does everything.
0: And you might for your soundbar or whatever, but uh, anyway, there you have it. Don't want to spend forever on it, but I'm telling you that's the best streaming device overall right now, Uh, and I'm telling you having it built into your TV is key. Now, there's only uh, some manufacturers that are doing this right now. Others are trying to create their own, quote, smart systems. Uh, like you can go to a lot of different TVs and they have their own kind of smart TV apps involved or they can connect to some of these third-party services. I hate to tell you this, folks. They're so far behind, it's not even funny. I recently— Think about- Think about the Roku interface being on 10.0, and these TV smart devices are on like 2.0. I mean, they're they're so archaic comparatively. It's not even funny.
1: Yeah, I recently had the chance to play with Samsung's version of this their own player version thing it's dismal and i was really impressed though so you know how um you have like pluto and in these freebie yeah. and these all these channels that are put together so they put together a system that is very similar to that it incorporates a lot of different things all in one like guide and it's it's like having direct tv or satellite connected as long as you have an internet connection to the tv and it was just built right in it was it was very seamless yeah i'm not saying it's as good as roku I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying where I thought they would be comparatively, they were much further ahead, and it was a better experience than I expected. When I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm just going to be using this TV and its built-in interface," um, so they're they're trying, they're doing good, and kudos to them for trying.
0: Yeah, one of the other things, that where I believe that the Roku is so far ahead too is when you connect third-party services. Let's say you subscribe to some movie system or some something. Of, Roku has now made it to where you can literally just basically connect to it. Put a code in connect your computer to a place they tell you to go and boom it's authenticated yeah um, a lot of these other systems it's like you're trying to somehow do your big long complicated password on some weird mm, i'm trying to use my remote control that i mean it's like are you kidding me right now everybody I in, in twenty eight characters password. yeah either that or i just put in 28 characters and since i can't see it something went wrong and now i gotta start over and it's painstaking and yeah, we've all done so that So this is what i mean by roku has gone kind of further in a lot of this than others. Now, others are making progress. I'm not saying they'll be the only one. I'm just telling you, by far, if you want to make things easy tech wise for you and your family, a Roku built in to a TV uh, is your simplest solution for a gazillion reasons. All right. Tesla's cheapest cyber truck. I don't know how to feel about this, Jay. We keep going back and forth and back and forth and back and I, forth. Well, he's in the news. You can't help it. He's such a newsmaker right now. It, kind of. He's a newsmaker, but he's also to some degree a news failure. So now the headline says Tesla's cheapest Cybertruck won't even drop until 2025. Now they say seasons change, and so does the Tesla Cybertruck estimates. They thought it was going to be 39,000, some odd, 40 grand. Well, now it's 60 grand. True. And it's 53 grand after government subsidies, Jay. That's all true. So when you tell me that you're going to roll something out in 2019 or whatever else, and you do this big demo and tell me it's 40 grand, it's going to be incredible. And then in 25, we're six years later. And you tell me that it increases 33%, 40 to 60 grand is 33% increase, right? Right. Or is it a 50% increase?
1: Well, it's, it's really 50, 50 from right? the Yeah. If
0: you're going okay, from... So what I, 40 grand to 60 grand that's a 50% increase. Yep. It's a 50% increase. And I'm telling you it's a third more money. So it depends on how you say it, right? Right? But think about that though, a third more money or a 50% increase and it's now the end of 2023, right? Right? So it's still not even going to be released for over a year. Yeah. And it's literally 50% more money. And who knows how good it is and that's the cheapest one. And who knows how good it's going to be when it even rolls out.
1: I, I have seen their marketing that they released recently and they're they're coming out. You know, it's available now. Uh, of course, it is only the most expensive one, which is almost 100 grand, just below it. Um, but super impressive, super clever marketing. And I, I'm more of a fan of the Cybertruck than ever before. It's just super impressive. One of the things they did, and this is hilarious to see because you don't see it until the very end. They're ra- They buy a stock. Porsche 911, and they race it in a quarter mile against the Cybertruck, and and the Cybertruck pulls out and and wins the race in the quarter mile. But you don't see until the end that the Cybertruck is towing another Porsche 911 behind it, so it beats the Porsche 911 in the quarter mile while towing another 911. It's amazing. If that's real, then it's amazing. It's real, hundred percent verified by a bunch of people. It's as real as the window that doesn't shatter. It. Well, they fixed that, too, in, in the latest demo, too. And they, they threw the same piece by the same guy at the window. Doesn't break now. It's made out of Gorilla Glass. Um, so they also did a truck pull, right? And so they took it up against yeah. the Lightning, the F-150 Lightning, the Rivian, which is new, and it's very powerful, very impressive electric truck. They also put it against a Ford 350 diesel, and the, the, the Cybertruck out-pulled
0: it by a long shot. <clears throat> it was amazing. I'm just super impressed with yeah now by the way just so you guys know that's a lot more of the cost even the cheapest one they're going to come out with in 2025 is more than the starting price for the ford lightning um the silverado uh both of them are around 50k so you know we're not the lightning's
1: maybe an f-150 gas but not the lightning is super expensive lightning's like 80 grand and the Hummer, which is what people no, are comparing no, no. it to, the,
0: they say the Ford Lightning, cheapest one that's going to come out is going to be fifty k.
1: Okay, that's maybe again, maybe they've dropped the price on it. I don't
0: know. Well, when we say going to be coming out, you can say whatever price you want until it comes out, Jay. Yeah, that's right. I told you the and other one was thirty nine thousand dollars, right?
1: It doesn't matter because when it's on the lot, they will jack up the price if there's a lot of demand for it. A lot will sell it for another twenty percent premium on top of that.
0: Yeah, and right now, as far as I can tell, all these EVs are sitting on the lot and nobody wants them.
1: I heard an interesting comparison, though, to the Cybertruck to the DeLorean when it came out, the DMC-12. Um, yeah. It's also a, got a, a polished stainless steel uh, outside exterior and stuff, and so there's a lot of similarities to it. But one of the things is the DMC-12, when it came out, the reason why they called it 12, because it was supposed to retail for $12,000. It also w- was four years behind from when they thought it was going to come out to when it actually happened, and the price was double when it came out. It was ended up being $24,000. So there's a lot of similarities to that. But look at how um, the staying power of the DeLorean has been in our – um modern history and and uh what's the word i'm looking for sam just like the culture of america the delorean with back to the future and everything else it's an icon and i think you're going to see the same thing with the Cybertruck. in fact i'm i'm even worried that in some places in europe and stuff they're going to ban the Cybertruck because they think that it's a too fast too powerful and too rigid they're worried about um other cars and pedestrians and things like that because this thing is a tank man it is impressive even the the side impacts and the stuff now that they're, they're getting it into uh testing rollovers the thing won't roll over like in their normal test they can't even get it to roll over because the battery and the the center of gravity is so low on it it's really impressive man I'm not just a fanboy but I'm just I just think it's yeah, super impressive
0: you're, you're, you're a fanboy because I'm waiting I'm wanting to wait and see So it's one thing to have these good demos, slick marketing. It's another thing to have one in your hands. Well, here's the difference: find out if it's really true.
1: This is the difference: is since it dropped, people are getting them in their in their hands, and people are testing this stuff. And now we're seeing real data from independent people who are not just Tesla, you know, promoting what they're going to do. This is. We've got our hands on a truck. We own one of these now. This is
0: how it's performing, and this is the paces we're putting it through. That's yes, why it's but impressive. But you own a hundred thousand dollar vehicle, not a forty thousand dollar vehicle. So now we're talking about a hundred and fifty percent increase in cost. And yeah, we might get there if you spend a half a million. I bet it'll be even better. Right. Uh, but so the, what? I, what I'm talking about is we, we we can't do that. We can't say in 2019 we got this incredible car for forty grand, dude. It's awesome. Look at all it'll do. Oh, I guess it really won't. Six years later, hey, we've got something for a hundred grand that does most of what we talked about. In some ways it's not as perfect, in some ways it exceeds it. Um, but we're not even gonna have the version that you want until, you know, and it's you know, fifty percent more money, even at best. Yeah. Well, no doubt if- you can take a higher expensive car, make it do all that you want, and then slowly but surely reduce the price to say eighty grand, and then maybe seventy grand, and then hey, Take away a couple of features and make a sixty grand version. That's not the same discussion at all. That's true, but you know Tesla is
1: one of the few companies who have actually gotten cars out there and reduced their their prices. I mean, you remember when the Model right. X came out and it was one hundred and thirty, one hundred forty thousand dollars. Well, when the Model Y came out with a lot of the same stuff in it, um, you know their prices have actually come down year over year. So they're yeah. out there making You're right a difference. I you're think. right
0: about that. And, and my goal isn't to be critical and say, hey, it'll never be of any value. I believe that Tesla will eventually have killer trucks. I think you're right about that fact. I think they do now. I mean, look at the, compare it to
1: the the um Hummer. That's the kind of the same class, I think. The Hummer is I think so. way more yeah. expensive. Um, oh, yeah. and This beats it in almost every category. And they're yes. both out now. And now except they are going to... Except ahead.
0: for, even if Jay has $100,000, he can't get one.
1: Can't get what? A Cybertruck or a Hummer? That's right. You can't get either, either <laughs> because the, the cyber trucks are all accounted for, and the hummers you you can't even touch them until you get to right. 120, so, so What I'm saying is,
0: is, yes, a few unique people have been given those trucks. I don't know if they were on the early list or if they're rock stars or if they're special testers or why they have them. Uh, but look, you can't even get one, and I want to know when you can get one. Agreed. The answer is nobody really knows. So you know, there you go. I, I just find that fascinating. So I'm sorry. I was going to get it for Jay for Christmas. I know we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but I've been stymied by, by good old uh, Elon. I know you, you did won't, your won't best let me, though, Sam. That's the thought that counts, you know, it sure is, <laughs> but I might get your Roku players. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now basically TikTok's in the news too. And the debates about using TikTok or not, and not to make this political, but I do want to highlight this in the debates politically uh Vivek Ramaswamy was on stage and they attacked him for using TikTok. Uh and he attacked Nikki Haley's daughter and said, "Well, your daughter's on TikTok," which I think was a mistake. So, set aside the political discussion, I just don't think bringing children into the discussion is a good idea. However, the reason that I'm bringing this up though is the battle is over TikTok, and what I really think the answer is, look, almost everything we use is from China, Jay. And China's been our most favored nation trading partner for decades. Uh, and I don't know that you can even get a product of any, you know, really in America, hardly, without it being Chinese-based, Chinese-sourced, Chinese-something. Uh, there's a big so shift. So it's hard, it's hard for me to say, though. They're going to be my most favorite nation trading partner. It's fine for the phone in my pocket to be uh, created in China or my TV to be created in China or, my you know, half my car to be created in China or whatever. Uh, Or parts or sources or materials to create those. You know, there's all kinds of supply chain discussions. And then we're going to say, TikTok, don't use it because golly, you you could give up your information. Anyway, Montana tried to block TikTok. And a federal judge blocks Montana's TikTok ban before it even took effect. So, anyway, the battle's on about it. The reason I'm bringing it up is not political. I'm talking about uh, this issue about, I don't, uh, when we have this discussion, I don't know how you can keep the phone in your pocket and be just fine, uh, or any other technology that's around you. But then say TikTok's your biggest enemy. I'm just not really going there, Jay.
1: I I agree. I mean, it's it's a hard call. You've got divided loyalties when you do that. Now, a lot of companies, Amazon, Walmart, especially, they just came out recently in the news. They're shifting like 40 percent of their imports from China to India. So I think we're going to see a lot of this stuff moving to India. I think that they've got maybe a, a hungrier labor market they've got they're gearing up to do a lot of this manufacturing that china's been doing there's there's issues with china everybody you know has whatever the issue is. there's lots of them we, again we don't want to get too political but there's issues with russia there's issues with china india is kind of trying to maintain this neutral hey we're here to help and we're ready to, to go and i think we're going to see in the next um couple of years by the end of this decade we're going to see a lot of manufacturing coming out of india instead of china
0: you got that right? For sure. It's it's just interesting to say the least. And I and I just want to say this, I'm not here to defend TikTok as much as is attack TikTok. I'm not here to do either. I'm just telling you, if you want to reach the gener- younger generation, TikTok is where it's at. And if we feel like it's a, quote, technological concern or a security concern, then why doesn't somebody just build a better, safer mousetrap? Come on now, tech people, let's get it
1: done. Yeah. Or if you're iOS or somebody just you know, sandbox it a little better, whatever. there's got to be ways to make this happen, and you could still
0: there's ways to make this happen. there's ways to secure it. There's ways to create competing technologies. And all I'm trying to say is we're America people. Uh, and that means we're the innovative leader of the world. We can be the most creative. we can be and we can leverage other partners to do so as you to do so, as you mentioned India or whoever else we want to, the real key is we got to just think outside the box and say, hey, you know what? people want this technology. It's supply and demand. So how do we deliver this technology the safest, the most effective, the most appropriate? And that's what should be on the table for discussion from a technical point of view, Jay.
1: I totally agree. That's what we've got to do. And that's what we're here for.
0: Yeah, we're going to call it J-Talk. Tick J? No, I don't know. That doesn't work. No, we'll work on that it. That sounds like a mad. All right. <laughs> there you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, we keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. NPITechguys.com. You're listening to Tech Watch Radio.